Welcome to the Craft to Career Podcast with Elizabeth Chapel, where every week we dive into how you can turn your craft into a successful career. Get ready to have the career you've always dreamed of. Welcome to episode 56 of the Craft to Career Podcast. I am Elizabeth Chapel, the host of the show. And today I have a title called Piss People Off, which honestly, when I say that, I can hear my mom saying, that is so foul and offensive to say the word piss. But um, but let me dive into this a bit more. That's what we're going to do today on this podcast and talk about all the aspects of what this means, why we're talking about it. So I am just going to dive in and get started with this. Uh, okay, so piss people off. What on earth do I mean? It goes against everything that I've talked about. Like, think about your customers, do the best that you can, you know, serve them. But here's the thing. I have seen over and over again, too many times where people are terrified to sell their product because they will annoy somebody. I have heard in different ways and formats people saying, oh, I don't want to do that, that being send an email out saying, here's my new thing, come and buy it. I don't want to send out a weekly email. I'm going to annoy people. I'm going to bother them. You are a business owner, and if there is someone on your email list who is annoyed with you telling about your new product, guess what? You don't want them on your email list. They are not a good customer. They are not going to be a customer. So that's okay. They can leave your email list. The purpose of you running a business is to find the people who want your product and to learn how to market, to talk to them so that they realize what you are offering. Another aspect of this that is so important, when you go out and you put yourself out there as a business owner, there are people who are going to be upset with you doing that. They're going to be threatened by you. Just because you have the audacity to, to move forward, to reach your dreams and your goals. So some people out there are going to feel threatened by that. And they are going to, to be a naysayer. Which if you have not listened to episode 16, To the Naysayers, I strongly recommend going and listening to that. It goes hand in hand with what we're talking about today. But there will be people who will say things like, how dare you do that? You are not qualified to teach this. You're not an expert. Are you just trying to be an influencer? All the things. And you know what? It's okay. You actually want to have the audacity to go out there and present things to the world that's going to piss a few people off. It will happen, and it's in how you handle that criticism that will either make or break you. So let me share a few experiences from my own business and experience. When I first started Quilter's Candy, it was Quilter's Candy Box, and I had a monthly subscription box, and my business partner left, and I was on my own, And I was very worried about finances. I was very worried that I had this inventory that I would never get rid of. And so I thought I had a genius idea 
where I would make a mystery box where people could buy a mystery box and they would get different items that no box would be the same, you know. It flopped miserably. People were not happy. It turns out they would look and see what other people got and they weren't happy with it. They didn't feel that it was a good value because they saw someone else's box and liked what was in that box better. People were commenting on social media about how dishonest I was, that I was just getting rid of all this junk, which I will be honest, it really hurt. I was like, junk? This is this is product that I have worked really hard to find and curate. But the point is, and not everyone was upset, but there were a few people. And there were some nasty things being said about me um, and people just really pointing fingers. And, and it hurt. And I could have really fed that fire. I could have talked about it and pointed out that people were saying these things or, and felt that way. But I decided to learn from this. I learned a few things. In fact, some of the most painful times in my business where I've gotten criticism has really been the most educational. So that's a lesson in and of itself. But I learned that people want the same thing. As far as this monthly subscription box goes, every box had to be consistent. And even so far as if I were to send out a product or a box to an influencer to help with marketing, I needed to make sure that whatever they got in that box, that I was selling the same thing to my customer. Because And I read about that beforehand, but people get really upset if you send something extra or it's false advertising, you know? And so I learned really quick and in the hard way that people want consistency. It's almost like, you know, I, I have siblings and growing up, no matter what I got for my birthday or for a gift, if my parents are out of town, whatever my sister got, if it was different than mine, I automatically was like, well, hers is better. Just because we have this innate sense of injustice as humans, which is very odd, but it's the same in with our business. If someone sees that someone got something different than what they got, they don't like it. It feels not fair. And so I learned that really quick. I also learned not to put flame on that fire. That if you, a lot of people out there have no idea that this happened because I didn't talk about it. I focused on the next thing, I moved forward. I just picked myself up, brushed myself off behind closed doors. Yeah, I cried. I struggled with, whoa, how do I do this? What, what do I do? The public didn't see that. And so you don't need to focus on or bring attention to the negative things that are being said. People will, will only know what you're sharing. I think sometimes of Reese Witherspoon in fact, a lot of celebrities, they have, I'll go into Reese more, but a lot of celebrities will have these moments of just a really bad PR moment. You know, I'm like, oh, I don't know that they're going to bounce back. I feel differently now because I've seen enough of it growing up where I'm like, that was terrible. And then somehow a few years down the road, it's forgotten and they're still famous and they're still making a movie and, and you can use that for any any person, any situation. So Reese Witherspoon, years ago, she was pulled over and I think her husband got a ticket and she was a passenger and she was, she had had too much to drink. 
And she was saying things like, do you know who I am? And it was bad. It, it was really not a good look. And I remember thinking, oh dear, this, this is the end. I'm curious if any of you know what I'm talking about because the Reese Witherspoon that I know today is, I mean, and she was then too. It was, it was an oopsie daisy. We all make mistakes. Um, she's a sweetheart. She's got her book club. She's got a clothing line. She's been in amazing movies and TV shows and she has just moved forward. That did not define her. And, and she didn't talk about it. She just moved on. And so when things happen in your business, when you get feedback from people or you hear the naysayers telling you, you aren't qualified, who do you think you are, or whatever it might be that you're hearing, don't put, don't feed that, you know, and and there's a difference. I'm not saying to be some narcissist who's like, I'm amazing and I have no issues. There actually might be some truth to what people are saying. And it's one thing to listen use a filter for, is this helpful or is this not? Where is this coming from? Could I use this negative feedback to really help me? Can I pivot? Can I change? Or is this just someone being a naysayer? So having that, you know, ability to, to listen, to, to gather information, to see if this is helpful for you, or if you can just leave that behind. And this is something that, I mean, running a small business will, it will help you to grow a thicker skin, whether you want to or not, because you will hear all of the things. Sometimes we're unaware of the things people are saying. And honestly, I think that's for the best. But when you do hear things, you really have to learn how to sit with that and how to move forward. Is that going to define you? Is that going to stop you? Are you going to let the people who feel intimidated by what you're doing stop you? Generally, what's going on in our minds is we are our own worst critic. We have our own fears. We might feel like, no, I'm not. I'm not qualified to be a specialist or an expert in this thing. How dare I put myself out there in this way? But I want to, and, and I do know some things. And so we have those fears where we're already beating ourselves up and questioning and doubting. And then to have someone come and address the thing that we're fearing, it's, it's terrifying. It feels just terrible. But one thing to, to consider is to, well, I mean, not even to consider, but I just an invitation to please do this. Just be 100% honest with your audience. You don't need to position yourself as an expert. You know, I have, I work with a lot of quilters and they'll say, well, I'd really love to teach a course on this, or I'd love to offer this or write a pattern on this. But there's so many people who know more than me or, or I, I just, I'm new at this. I'm self-taught. That is okay. In fact, I love that. Not everyone loves that, but the people who love it will come to you. But if you can be honest, my big thing is being honest and transparent. You don't need to tell people like, I'm an expert. I've been doing this forever. You can say, I'm new and I'm self-taught and this is what I've learned. You might find other methods out there. You might find people who have way more experience, but this is what I bring to the table. And the people who are scrappy or DIY or self-taught or don't care about all the conventions, they're going to gravitate toward you. And same with whatever you might be offering. Just be very transparent with what you bring to the table. And you don't have to position yourself to be anything that you aren't. 
In fact, whatever you are, it, you can you can view what you offer as a strength or a weakness. You know that example I just used. You could pitch it as, I'm very new at this. I don't know a lot of the conventions. You might learn some bad habits from me. Or you can say, I'm very new at this. I'm self-taught. If you want to learn how to do this and you're unconventional, you think outside the box and you're creative, I'm your person. So just how you position yourself, just to be honest with it and to own it. And again, to the title of, the, of this episode, Piss People Off, I cannot tell you, there is something about human nature, again, I talk about this in episode 16 to the naysayers, where we like conformity. It's within our DNA, our, our survival mode to stick with the herd. So when someone goes outside of the herd and says, hey, look here, I am going to offer this thing, and you're, you're literally standing out from the crowd, it's uncomfortable for people. It's in it for so many reasons. But you'll see it in all aspects. If someone is super wealthy and super successful, people just love to hate on them. Like, oh, shame on them. And they start to play the morality game of, well, they're doing it. They're bad people. They're this or that. That whenever you put yourself out there, you are going to piss people off. So accept that. Know that it's going to happen. Know that those people who are really upset and pointing fingers and judging, I mean, the more success you have, the more people are going to criticize what you're doing and how you're doing it. And that comes from them. They're not winning in whatever game you're winning at. So they're going to try to position themselves in a different way where at least, well, at least on the morality scale, I'm higher than them. At least I'm better than them in this way. So again, go check out episode 16 to the naysayers where I go into more detail about that. But just, just remember to filter out what is of value. Is someone saying that because they actually want a better experience with your product and they were disappointed with what they got? Or are they saying that because they're feeling threatened and envious that you actually had the nerve to go and do this thing and by gosh, by golly, you're having success with it. How dare you? And they're envious of you. Then just be aware of that and it's okay. And like I said, you will grow a thicker skin. You will learn how to roll with it and you will come out stronger and more confident by putting yourself out there in those ways. So other, so I talked a little bit about the box and that situation um, where I actually had some upset customers, but I learned some great things. Then on the other spectrum, some comments that I've heard either myself or I've heard other people say that come from a place where I'm like, mm, these are ones I'm just gonna not feed. I'm not going to put too much energy into this. Their comments, so I, I mean, if, if you don't know what I do, I, I teach people how to write and sell quilt patterns. And that's one of the courses that I offer. And I have literally had people on Instagram talk about how there are too many quilt pattern writers out there, that what I'm doing is a disservice. And I'm trying to think what else. I really try and filter it out. And there are some people who I just don't follow anymore because it's not good for me. And it does, you know, I'm human. It gets in my mind a little bit. Um, so there's one other comments, which thankfully I don't remember, but, um, but here's the deal. Those people are coming from a place of scarcity and I don't judge them for that. That is a very natural knee jerk reaction for humans. We feel like there's a finite amount of goods in the world. There's a finite amount of money. There's a finite amount of 
whatever. And so people are like, well, if there's a piece of the pie and Elizabeth is taking a bigger piece of the pie, then my piece is going to be less. And I, to my heart and bones, view this differently. I view it very differently that, um, that we are creative people, you know, at one point, what, what was an element that would have been of a finite resource? Well, we only have so much brick in the world or things to make brick. And so, and that's what we use to make our houses. And so that's that. But what we don't run out of is ingenuity, creativity, and we come up with the next thing. Oh, well, guess what? Now we've discovered that there's steel. We don't need to, you know, Carnegie, Dale Carnegie got really wealthy because of his invention or discovery, if you will, of steel. And all of a sudden, it doesn't matter if there's not enough brick because we have steel. And then after steel comes the next thing and the next. So we feel like there's this finite thing in the world. There's always going to be the next thing. There's more room. There's enough room for success and creativity. And, and so I, I don't really care if someone gets really pissed off that I am, how dare I teach someone else and create more competition for them because I just view it differently. I do view that and for so many ways that the more people we bring into this community, the more quilters will, will find quilting and be drawn to our different styles and aesthetics. And um, two episodes ago where I was with my quilting friends, Casey Cometti mentioned this, where I did a coaching call with her about a year ago. And she was struggling with those feelings of, well, I don't know if there's room enough for me. And I talked with her about that, this very topic. And it wasn't until this, you know, two episodes ago where she said, coming together with other quilting friends and seeing our designs and seeing what we're coming up with, that it actually really is different because we are different. Our dreams, our goals, our artistic hands, they're different. And so what we put out into the world will be different. And there is room enough for every single person to create and to put beautiful things into the world. And so knowing that that there's room enough for all of us and realizing that when people are throwing stones or judging, that really says more about them than it says about you. And yes, they might address one of your deep down fears that you actually are worried about X or Y or Z, and they call you out on it. That is okay. And for you to just acknowledge that, yeah, okay, that's an area that I feel vulnerable about. Why? Why do I feel vulnerable about that? How can I present that in an honest way so that my customers aren't upset about this thing that I feel vulnerable about? Another example is me and my spelling. It's just not great. Any of you who have gotten an email or have seen my stories on Instagram, I mean, I'm an English major, right? But I'm more about the analysis of a text than the grammar. And so I sometimes get people like, this is spelled wrong, this is spelled wrong. I actually appreciate it. I'm like, oh, good, thanks. I'll go fix that. But some people get upset by it. And I'm like, oh, I just, I can't. I can't be bothered, you know, I, I can offer what I can offer. And I feel like the content is great. And if there's some spelling errors, um, it is what it is. And so I don't pretend to be, I will never say like, I am going to present this thing and it's going to be grammatically sound with 
zero spelling errors, I, I will own it. You know, I, I will own it. And so that way, when people point it out, I can just laugh and smile and say, you're right. Yeah, it's absolutely a thing that I struggle with. Instead of like, oh, no, they've pointed out, they've seen my flaw. Yeah, they have. And that's okay, because we're, we're just human. But what we do bring to the table is great. And my strengths are great. And your strengths are great. And it's okay. We're not all perfect in every aspect and in every area. And I also just want to touch on our emotional responses. So when we hear someone say something about us, our product, or how dare we, whatever it might be, it's going to feel a certain way. I can't tell you how it's going to feel because it's different for each one of us, but let's just use anger. You get angry. You do not need to feel bad about that emotion, about feeling angry, about however you feel. I I like to think of it as like a chemical reaction. If you take two hydrogens and one oxygen, you're going to get water, H2O. If you take a match and you strike it against, you know, sandpaper, it will make fire. That is just the reaction, right? Your emotions, there is nothing wrong with how you feel. There is nothing wrong with feeling overwhelmed or depressed or whatever you might feel. It is what we do with those things. So let's take the fire. You've lit a match. With that fire, it's just what happened. It's not good or bad. But what you do with it can be really great or really bad or just indifferent. You could go and light a building on fire. You could burn a person. I mean, you can do some really bad, hurtful things with that fire. Or you could blow it out and it's gone. Or you could take that fire and start a campfire and gather friends around and roast some marshmallows. Or you could take that fire and start a candle that smells really good and brings a lot of peace and comfort into your life. So your emotions, let's say you get angry because someone says something and it really angers you. That anger is okay. What are you going to do with that anger? Are you going to be nasty and say something back? Are you going to just ignore it and let it fester, hidden? Or are you going to say, you know, that really angers me? Gosh, that, I just don't like that. Why? And investigate. Why am I feeling angry? What can I do about this? Is there a way to improve moving forward? Is, you know, and investigate. Question, why? Why am I having this reaction? And what can I do to make it a positive? And so with this title (laughs) that my mom would be so disappointed that I used as a title for a podcast episode, piss people off. Have the audacity to put yourself out there. Send out an email. Sell a product. Let people know that it's a good product, that you actually have something to offer to the world. And you know what? If someone says, how dare you, that you can just say, yeah, I do. I put myself out there. I feel a desire to share this thing with the world. I'm not perfect, but I do have this thing that I love that's been really fun. And I think other people are going to find it to be really great as well. Not everyone. If it's not for you, that's okay. But don't be afraid to piss people off. Don't be afraid that people are going to to say, oh, what? Or whatever, whatever it might be that they're going to say. Would you rather at the end of the day, when all is said and done, when this life is over, would you rather have gone through life and not been so worried about pleasing other people that you never did anything? Or would you rather at the end of the day have put something out that you are proud about, that even if it's one person who loved it, 
there was one person who loved this thing that you created and put out into the world, that you brought joy to that person, that you created something beautiful, whatever it might be that you're putting out in the world, would you rather have done that and felt that sense of accomplishment or just skated through life trying not to ruffle feathers? I like to put things in a big perspective and what, why am I doing this? What is going to bring joy here? Am I doing the thing that I feel called to do? And when that, when you have that in mind and you feel very passionate about your product and your service, it doesn't matter if some people don't like it. Go ahead, get pissed off. You know what? Because I really love this thing. And again, to own that we aren't perfect and that's okay. But what we do have is great. And it might not, it might not be amazing or the best that's out there, but it's yours and you love it and it's special to you and you're passionate about it. And so that is my invitation to you today with the Crafty Career Podcast is go out there and piss people off, you know, and with that said, go out there and piss people off. Not everyone. You want to find the customers who are going to love what you have, but don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about the people out there who are not your ideal customer, who are going to feel threatened that you have the nerve to put yourself out there because good for you. Pat yourself on the back. You have done something that so many people are afraid to do. And if you fall on your face, good for you. You That means you are trying. If you haven't fallen, if you haven't gotten some negativity or some negative responses, then you're not trying hard enough. That's my point of view. That you can take it as like a badge of honor and you have actually arrived when someone reaches out and is upset about how could you or you you made a mistake. Oh my gosh, I have a reach where people are noticing that I am not perfect. Holy crap. Like this is so cool. So let's let's shift where where we're coming from and how we're viewing what what we're doing. If this is resonating with you, please go ahead and leave a review. Let me know what what resonated with you about this episode. Are there things that you have felt afraid to move forward with? Are there people who've tried to stop you or tear you down or tell you that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing? And how can you move forward? How can you use that as fuel to to move forward, to make things better, to be successful. And if this has resonated with you, go ahead and take a screenshot and share it on social media. Let people know that you can go out there and do these things that you are dreaming about, that you're passionate about, that there are people who are going to point fingers or or say no, or who are just going to get a little pissed off. And that is great. That means that you are really touching a nerve and that you are really doing something worth noticing and worth talking about. So thank you so much for being here this week on the Craft to Career podcast. I hope that this episode has really resonated with you and given you the courage to move forward with this thing that you are excited and passionate about. We'll see you next Friday on the Craft to Career podcast with an all new episode. Until then, have a great week. 